Welcome to this Candela podcast. Today, we go behind the pulse with Dr. William Kwan and Dr. Douglas Wu to explore the new Peakaway handpieces. This podcast discussion involves the expert opinion of physicians and is not necessarily the opinion of Candela. FDA clearances for the Peakaway system include wrinkles, acne scars, and benign pigmented lesions. Skin types treated vary by handpiece. The new Picoway Resolve Fusion 532 nanometer handpiece is indicated for benign pigmented lesions and treats skin types 1 through 4. The 730 nanometer handpiece is indicated for blue and green tattoo removal and benign pigmented lesions treating skin types 2 through 4. Refer to the Picoway Operator's Manual for further information. Let's join the discussion. Hello and welcome to our Behind the Pulse podcast, exploring new Picoway handpieces. I'm Katie Taylor, Senior Director of National Accounts for Candela Medical, and I'm here today with Dr. William Kwan, MD from Kwan Dermatology in San Francisco, California, and Dr. Douglas Wu, MD and PhD from Cosmetic Laser Dermatology in San Diego, California. Thank you, Dr. Kwan and Dr. Wu for leading our discussion today. To start, we would like each of you to give a brief introduction of yourselves and your practices. We'll start with you, Dr. Kwan. Uh, yes, hi, Katie. So. Um... I am in solo private practice, uh, and I'm really known for a lot of the laser work that I do on darker skin types, and uh, that's kind of my areas of expertise. Um, I'm also on the clinical teaching faculty at the University of California at San Francisco in the the Department of Dermatology. Um, I've been in my own practice for about 17 years and have worked extensively with many different lasers over that period of time. Fantastic, thank you. And Dr. Wu? Hi, Katie, thanks for having us. Um, yeah, I, I'm a, a cosmetic dermatologist in a small group practice uh, currently in San Diego. Our, our focus mainly um, is uh, lasers and uh, other cosmetic treatments like injectables and body contouring. Um, but uh, like Dr. Kwan, uh, a lot of my patient population is um, of darker skin tones. Um, and uh, so I have uh, a big interest in that as well, especially with laser and energy type treatments. Wonderful. Thank you both for the introductions. Recently, two new PicoA handpieces received FDA clearance. The 730 nanometer handpiece, designed to target pigment, has an optimized wavelength to target melanin and has the shortest pulse duration of 250 picoseconds. The 730 handpiece is cleared for benign pigmented lesions and tattoo removal of blue and green inks. The Resolve Fusion 532 nanometer handpiece uses a novel split beam technology with 100 central beams, each surrounded by more diffuse rings. This handpiece is indicated for benign pigmented lesions. Our guests today have participated in recent clinical evaluation of these new handpieces, and we are eager to share what they have to say. How long have you each been using the new handpieces, and what has your experience been overall? I've been using the the new 730 handpiece and the 532 Fusion for about three to four months. And I've also been working with the PicoWay system for, gosh, several years, probably six years, five, six years already. It's probably one of the most versatile systems I use in my office. And I must use the device, gosh, four, five, six times a day. Um, and I feel like I've had a lot of experience using the new hand pieces over, over these past three to four months. And I, I've also been using it since about December of 2019. Um, and similarly uh, to Dr. Kwan, I've been using the PicoA system as a whole for about the last five to six years. Um, probably over the last three or four months, uh, just with these hand pieces, um, 
I've treated maybe a couple hundred patients or so. Um, and overall, uh, to be honest, the experience has been, has been exceptional. These are very, very good hand pieces. Wonderful. How are you typically using the 730 handpiece specifically in your practices? What patient types and what conditions are you treating with the 730? Well, I, I typically use the new 730 handpiece on pigmented lesions like solar lentigos on the, on the face. And I treat a lot of Asian and Hispanic patients, and I find that I prefer this wavelength. Um, I found with the 532, although I can get nice results with it, I think um, I think there is more of a risk of post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation, whereas I see that much less with these longer wavelengths, like 730. And I also have had a fair amount of experience using an Alexandrite wavelength to treat um, uh, benign pigment lesions on the face. In, in my practice, uh, I agree with Dr. Kwan, the, the 730 nanometer handpiece um, has really some unique features that make it ideal for the treatment of uh, benign pigmented lesions, especially in skin of color. So these include anything from little sunspots, what we call solar um, up to including uh, seborrheic keratoses, freckles, ephlides. Um, I've treated caffiolase. Um, I've treated uh, benign nevi. I've treated congenital nevi um, and, and a bunch of other um, things, even a nevus of OTA. Um, and, and I found that overall, the, the ultra short pulse duration of this 730 nanometer handpiece combined with the uh, very optimized wavelength allows for very precise treatment for these sometimes very tricky cases of pigmentation. Excellent. Thank you for sharing. How would you say the 730 compares overall to the 785 nanometer handpiece? Well, I've worked with the 785 extensively over the years um, since that since at that time it was the third wavelength that came out. And one of, the, one of the things I was frustrated with is, although I'd use the 785 to treat pigment, or pigmented lesions, excuse me, again, predominantly solar lenticos, sometimes pigmented seborrheic keratoses, um, I found that the energy was a little low and obviously wouldn't, would not give me the best results on occasion. Um, what I find with the 730, since it is a shorter wavelength, it is more highly absorbed by melanin on the melanin absorption curve. And so that I find that I have more choices with spot sizes and adequate fluences using the 730 over the 785. In my opinion, the biggest difference between the 730 and the 785 uh, nanometer handpieces is in the pulse duration, um, which I think is absolutely key. Uh, for, for this system and is one of the strongest features of the PicoWay system in general. Um, the shortened pulse duration of the 730 nanometer handpiece allows for um, a much greater, a clinically significant increase in photoacoustic effect. I have to say though that 730 and 785 are both very good still for um, tattoo removal, blue and green in particular, um, and still good for pigmented lesions. But there, there were times I agree with Dr. Kwan where the 785 just wasn't quite um, powerful enough uh, due to its uh, longer pulse duration and less selective wavelength. And in order to increase that power, uh, we'd have to go down to you know, very small spot sizes, which would make um, treatment more tedious. You mentioned tattoo removal. Do you notice any differences in the color spectrum that you're treating with 730 versus 785? I find that they treat very similar color spectrum. I, I think that I could use them interchangeably. Um, so I, I don't think in that respect, um, there's a huge difference, although I do find that the 730 might give me a little bit quicker clearance with um, blue and green uh, tattoo ink. 
Would you find that there's a role for both 730 and 785 in your practice? Gosh, that's difficult. I have so much experience using the 785 that I felt like, well, that's kind of a, a good wavelength. And then the 730 came out and I just find that I have a little bit more power there. And so I find that at least in my hands, I use the 730 much more now than the 785. Um, occasionally I would use the 785 to treat melasma. And I would find that for some patients it would respond well. So, uh, you know, interestingly, I, I would probably still use the 785 because I actually want a little bit lower energy, a little bit more gentle to treat. And um, I, I typically would use a four millimeter spot size with the 785 when I'm treating melasma. And, you know, there's some resistant patients that I typically would treat with the 1064 that seem to respond nicely to the 785. So at least in that particular condition, I'm still using the 785. But I think for tattoos, uh, since I've, I've gotten the 730, I just feel like that it works better in my hands for the for the the blue and green ink more so than the 785. You know, Katie, I've, I've used um, pretty extensively three or four different picosecond laser systems over the last five to six years, and they all come with different sort of uh, power outputs and and strengths and energy levels, etc. Some are weaker, some are stronger. Um, and the question really always is, well, what is the use for the weaker um, sort of wavelengths and the weaker energy outputs? And that's kind of the question here with 730 versus 785. I personally believe that there definitely is a place for quote unquote weaker treatments um, because you sometimes do need a much more gentle approach, like Dr. Kwan mentioned, um, especially as the skin tones darken even further. Um, so with my you know, Asian and Hispanic patients, the 730 uh, nanometer uh, handpiece tends to be very, very good. But for my um, Indian and African-American patients, uh, sometimes even the 730 is a little bit too um, robust or exuberant in terms of its skin reaction. And so the 785, I think, still has a place. It's uh, definitely diminished in the face of the 730, but it certainly still has some utility to it. Very interesting. Thank you for sharing. If you did have to start with just one, though, which one would it be? I think if I were to start with one right off the bat, I probably would start with the 730. I just find that when I'm treating using the PicoWay system, it's often for pigment more than anything else. And I find that the 730 just gives me a little bit more options because it is a little more highly absorbed by, by melanin pigment. If you don't have either wavelength, then the 730 is the one to start with, in my opinion. If you have both, then the selection of which one to start with depends on the clinical situation. Great, thank you. Have you noticed that the shorter pulse duration of 250 picoseconds is noticeable anyway, such as lower downtime, less redness, less erythema? What I've found using the 730 is I do see less erythema um, versus the 785. When I'm treating pigmented lesions, I pretty much want to see some darkening of the lesion. So I don't think that that's any different. Obviously, that's our clinical endpoint. But I, I do feel like there's a little bit less erythema. Yeah, the 250 picosecond pulse duration is definitely noticeable, in my opinion. Um, it increases uh, everything about, um, about the treatment in terms of clinical endpoint, both the sensitivity and the, and the specificity of, of that clinical endpoint, as well as the ranges of endpoints that can be achieved. Um, and so I think that's a, that's a very important feature of, of this new piece. Um, and I've actually recently submitted a, a manuscript to, to one of our, our medical journals um, illustrating that, that, uh, that difference. 
that'll be interesting to see. Um, now let's switch gears and talk about the Resolve Fusion 532 nanometer handpiece. How do you use this handpiece in your practice? What patient types and what conditions are you treating? Well, when the Resolve Fusion first came out with 532, I mean, um, I was, to be honest with you, I was a little skeptical about how I would use it in my practice because we have the regular 532 um, um, Resolve handpiece, uh, which obviously I've used for a long time. And so I started to, to play with it and treat some patients. And I, I find that the clinical response is completely different from the, from the regular 532 handpiece. I find that pigmented lesions actually turn a little gray um, while you're treating. I find that it's very useful for rejuvenation, especially there's some general dyschromia on the face. And I'll give you an example. I was treating my medical assistant and I went for what I thought was a fairly mild treatment. She developed a fair amount of, of redness and erythema, but she got such a beautiful result in terms of her overall texture and color after just one treatment, which again surprised me because typically I think of these treatments requiring multiple to really see a response. Um, but um, so I, I've been playing with, with the settings a bit more and still seeing a nice result with going lower on the, the settings. So I've been fairly impressed with it. So, I, and she is Asian and I mean, she wanted me to do the exact same treatment um, a couple months later because her skin just looked fantastic. And, and so I've been using it basically for general rejuvenation in my practice. I, I agree completely with Dr. Kwan. The, the Resolve Fusion handpiece um, is significantly different from the previous uh, Resolve handpiece. You know, when you look at, at fractionated technology with picosecond lasers, the two main sort of uh, variations are the, the, some sort of diffractive lens and then the hologram, uh, holographic optic uh, with the PicoA system. And they both have their pros and cons. I mean, the diffractive lens isn't a true fractionated method. And so your entire spot still gets laser treated, whereas the hologram is perfectly fractionated, but it means that your density is very low. With the Resolve Fusion, you get kind of the best of both worlds. You have increased density as well as greater speed of treatment, but you also get true fractionation. So you get true sparing of tissue and therefore less downtime um, and higher degree of tolerability. And so for patients who, like Dr. Kwan said, have diffuse dyschromia or um, essentially any diffuse cutaneous cosmetic concern, um, the fusion lens can be very, very useful. Um, and uh, within a small number of treatments, as long as appropriate clinical endpoints are achieved, and the effects can be quite striking. Compared to the original Resolve, how would you say the fusion is the same or different in terms of outcomes? Well, I, th I think the main difference is just basically how they designed the handpiece. So you still have those, those fractionated areas that create the LIOBs, which we all know, with, which occurs with fractionated um, PICO lasers in general. Um, but then there's also this this kind of donut shaped area, which I think gently heats the tissue. So it doesn't really give you that same fractionation. So I think it's combining those two ways of rejuvenating the skin. So fractionating it, hopefully stimulating collagen, helping overall texture, but then you're also heating melanin pigment, which is really where I think it's helpful with treating that, that overall dyschromia, so photo damage 
um, or I think it's optimal for people that just want to have just kind of like a laser facial where they feel that their their um, their color is more even and their texture is more even. I think the uh, the major differences between the uh, fusion and the original resolve is in the density of treatment per pulse, um, and, and this translates to a much faster treatment in a much fewer number of pulses. Um, and the, the effectiveness of the two uh, handpieces is likely quite similar, um, other than the fact that uh, you, you require many more pulses with the original Resolve as you would compared with the Fusion. But on the other hand, the original Resolve is more powerful. Um, and so you can achieve um, potentially more um, dramatic effects with the original Resolve. They, they both have their place, um, but uh, in terms of side effects and downtime, uh, they're very similar. They, they generate a, a fairly intense sort of erythema uh, almost immediately, um, but that fades within uh, a few hours to a day, um, and the subsequent downtime is very acceptable with both handpieces. What about the number of passes overall? Are you noticing a difference in how many passes you'll do with the Resolve Fusion compared to the regular Resolve 532? What I found with the fusion is I require less passes. So two to three on average, whereas with the regular resolve hand pieces, either the 532 or the 1064, I might do four to six passes. Um, so I, I feel that that I get the same clinical response more quickly with the fusion over the uh, the regular resolve hand pieces. You know, Katie, I, I personally don't like to talk about passes um, when discussing uh, systems like the PicoA, whereby a pass is, is dependent on how quickly the operator moves the, the, the handpiece. And so everybody's passes is somewhat different than everybody else's. Um, but in general, because of the greater density per pulse um, and the fewer number of pulses that is required to achieve the same effect or the same coverage, uh, then definitely less passes uh, is, is usually the case with the fusion, with the fusion lens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good points. Thank you. What about patients' reactions to the treatment? Dr. Kwan, you'd mentioned that one patient in your practice that you treated your, your medical assistant. Has that been pretty consistent in terms of the patient satisfaction, downtime, side effects? Yeah, it's been very high. I do find with the fusion that I see a little bit more edema in the in a little bit more swelling than I do with the regular resolve. Um, but I think the downtime is very acceptable. Um, patients are happy to have a treatment and they like the results. So I think that that um, the downtime is is um, variable depending obviously on how strongly you treat. And so so you know I, I always liked whenever I'm treating a patient, I always start gently and then as we go along, if we feel like we need to go a little bit stronger, I always discuss that with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I completely agree with Dr. Kwan. Downtime and side effects are directly proportional to treatment settings, um, but even at maximal treatment settings with the fusion lens, uh, the, uh, the recovery period is very, very acceptable. And one really quite striking feature of, of this uh, lens is that it's, it's really quite comfortable. Um, after application of a topical numbing cream, uh, patients don't feel a thing, um, usually. And, uh, and so the, the satisfaction with, with these treatments uh, tends to be very high. Great, good to know. How do you plan to use Resolve Fusion going forward in your practice? What patient types in combination with other hand pieces and which percentage of time do you expect to use it? Well, for me, I'm, as I stated earlier, I'm mainly using it for just general rejuvenation. 
So, you know, for texture and to even brown discoloration on the skin. Although I do want to point out when I say brown discoloration, I, I don't use it to treat melasma, which obviously is a big concern for anybody that has a laser practice. So for me, it's more of those patients that have photo damage or um, if I have an Asian patient that has gotten a lot of sun exposure over the years that no longer likes, um, likes to be tanned and uh, wants to try to get their, their skin color more even, um, I think that's the appropriate patient for, for the fusion. Again, I completely agree with Dr. Kwan. The fusion handpiece is exceptional for general photorejuvenation in patients with um, fair skin to medium skin tone. And uh, it uh, essentially can achieve very good results uh, with the minimal number of uh, treatment um, treatment sessions. Uh, again, I, I've treated probably about uh, slightly over 50 patients with the Resolve uh, Fusion handpiece and and I've submitted this as well for, for publication in, in one of our medical journals. Excellent. How do you plan to use the original Resolve 532 going forward? You know, I, I typically like the Resolve hand pieces, both the 1064 and the 532. I really like using it for acne scarring. You know, obviously both me and Dr. Wu have a lot of experience using those hand pieces just because they've been out for, for quite some time. Um, um, but um, I think it's a nice compliment having the fusion now because I, I just see such a nice result, like we both were stating for just overall rejuvenation and a fair, fairly short number of treatments. Acne scars, things like that do take several treatments. And I usually tell my patients four to eight treatments with the, with the regular um, Resolve hand pieces. I think with the original Resolve um, 532, especially the way that I'm using it now is when I find that the fusion is not um, sufficiently powered to achieve the clinical effect that I'm looking for. Um, in those situations, I will use the uh, Resolve 532. The Resolve 1064 is, is still a, an all-purpose tool that can be applied to almost any situation um, and, and achieve uh, great results. Um, so I agree with the acne scarring, the general photorejuvenation, et cetera, very versatile uh, sort of piece. But specifically with the original 532 Resolve, um, I, I find myself relying on it more in cases where number one, I want smaller treatment density, um, and number two, where I want higher treatment power. Excellent. Now that we've kind of had a chance to discuss the 532 Resolve Fusion and the 730 hand pieces, what do you feel is the ideal configuration of PicoA for, for a dermatologist that's maybe looking to invest in, in PicoSecond technology? Well, I'll give you my, my own kind of journey figuring out which Pico to bring in. I've looked at pretty much all the major manufacturers, Pico lasers, uh, before deciding on getting a Pico way. And I really, really looked. I, I waited a couple years um, after um, the Pico Sure came out to even bring in a, in a Pico second laser. And what impressed me with the Pico way was, was I, I thought that it was the software, just the overall interface of the laser was superior to the other manufacturers. But really, I liked the fractionation for the Resolve hand pieces. I think that that's made a big difference. And, and those are probably the most used um, hand pieces on my, on my device that I use. In terms of um, overall configuration, gosh, I'm, I'm pretty happy with my Pico way. I, um, I know some use a Nano, but I find that I, I don't find a 
a, a good reason to start tattoos off with nanosecond. I have, uh, you know, I've had a Q-switch laser in my office, which I never used once I got my picosecond laser. So, um, um, so I feel, feel like, you know, current out of the current devices still available, I still think the PicoWay would be the one, even at this point, if I were buying, um, I would still probably um, purchase this device. Yeah, Katie, that's a very popular question that, that I get asked a lot. You know, what is the perfect, quote unquote, perfect PicoSecond platform? Um, and how do you determine that? Uh, full disclosure, I, I currently own and have used extensively and have done clinical trials on three different PicoSecond laser systems, the PicoSure, the PicoWay, and the uh, Pico4. Um, and I, I can honestly say of uh, these three systems, they all have their pros and cons, um, but where the PicoWay really shines is, uh, is in its ultra-short pulse durations, which I think is absolutely key. Um, and like Dr. Kwan said, it's fractionated technology, which I feel is uh, the most advanced and clinically useful of the three systems that, uh, that, I've, that I've utilized. Um, in terms of the perfect PicoWay specific configuration, well, I mean, if, if resources are no, are, are no issue, then every option has its place. Um, but I would say at least the zoom handpiece is necessary. Um, and then uh, the 532 Fusion, I think, is a, is a fantastic addition. And the 730 um, is necessary as well. Um, if you really had to pick and choose, um, those would probably be the ones that, that, I, that I would go with. Great, thank you. I'm sure that's very helpful to many dermatologists that are starting out and trying to figure out which hand pieces to, to start with when they're bringing on PicoWay. Um, thank you again so much, Dr. Kwan and Dr. Wu for leading our discussion today. And thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you for listening to this Candela podcast. You can get more information on the PicoA system at candelamedical.com. Keep an eye out for other episodes coming soon.